most champions don't recognize that they're a champion. They don't think they have a gift. They don't think they're important. And that was the beginning of, you know, um, and something I'm very passionate about to let people know you're important, you matter. Welcome to The Compassionate Creative, the podcast that shares the stories of creative leaders who work to pave a path forward in their industries and do so with compassion, authenticity, and integrity. I'm your host, Charlene Dinger, a fellow creative who is inspired by artists and innovators that push their work forward from a place of compassion. I hope you join me on this journey. Stay curious, listen with an open heart and mind, and hopefully we will all find some inspiration along the way. Hello, and welcome back to the Compassionate Creative Podcast. So lovely to be here with you once again. Thank you so much for showing up for another episode. I truly, truly appreciate you. So before we get into this amazing and inspiring episode that I have lined up for you, I just wanted to let you know about an exciting new project that I'm working on. In the early spring, I'm going to be launching some on-demand yoga classes. I'm very, very excited about this project, and I'm excited to share more details with you. So if you haven't already, please be sure to sign up to my mailing list. You can do that by sending me your email. You can shoot me a DM over Instagram, or you can find the link in my Instagram bio to my website, and you can give me your contact details there. Make sure you're signed up for that mailing list so I can give you all of the details as soon as they become available and you can become part of that community. So yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm very, very, very excited, if you can't tell, to be creating this for the community and um, I'm very happy to be sharing this with you. Okay, Today, my guest is Mr. Rayal Andrews, aka Coach. He is an actor, he is um, a mindset coach, and overall wonderful, beautiful human being. I had such a lovely chat with him and we get into a lot of things. We talk about what inspired him to become a coach and how he helps people develop a champion mindset. I just love that so much. We also talk about his experiences with being bipolar, going through depression, and how those experiences in his life have inspired him to share the messaging of mental wellness. We also talk about his battle with cancer, just so many wonderful experiences that Rael shares in this episode. So get comfortable, enjoy, and here we go with Rael Andrews. I feel like I just want to call you coach. <laughs> yeah, most people do. I kind of like coach, yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, I love that. Well, welcome to the Compassionate Creative Podcast. It's such an honor, and I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. I'm grateful to be here. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we kind of connected over over Clubhouse, which I would mm -hmm. love to kind of um, ask you about a little bit later. But um, yeah, I think it's just such a cool, such a cool networking platform. And it's been so great for me personally to be able to just connect with people such as yourself to have on the podcast and just to learn. So I think it's 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 been really, really good for me. And, and I'm really glad that we were able to, to connect on there. I agree. Um, podcast, I mean, 
Clubhouse is for me is uh, I concur with you. It's like mm -hmm. the connections I've made and great connections, like really on a personal level, like not totally. just a business level is, is I don't think I'd ever would have met those people in my normal, you know, where I was walking and hanging. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So coach, I always start with the same question for all of my guests, and that is, how have you shown yourself compassion today? How have I shown myself compassion? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, you know, I, I believe, you know, um, by having my quiet time, you, if you will, uh, it's interesting you asked me that question today because every morning I get up um, about two thirty. And from about 2.30 to 7 is my time. It's working out, then boxing, and quiet time, breathing. Well, I'll start with the quiet time, breathing. Then I go to the gym, and I, you know, do this, and I do that. And then I end up running the stairs. I get all my God drops and work on my lines for my show while I'm running up and down the stairs. Um, and But, you know, all of a sudden, and I actually made a decision this weekend, I was giving up that time i was still doing it but i was i was in different where i met you different mm. um clubhouse rooms mm -hmm. and i just this weekend i actually said you know what i need to make some pivots because mm. that's my time um and usually i'm feeling as good as it is mm -hmm. um but i like to fuel myself with gospel music and and you know different kind of stuff and I was like no so um, how do I show myself compassion by going back to my normal routine mm -hmm. and making it about me for the mm -hmm. first part of the day totally I love that and I love that it's you know first thing in the morning you're connecting to yourself you're connecting to your body and and yeah I think it's really easy to kind of get get wrapped up in in clubhouse in whatever those sort of external those those external measures are sometimes it's really easy to kind of get get wrapped up in those especially because you are making those genuine connections and you're and you're connecting with other people right but i think it's so important to also be able to give yourself that time to connect with yourself so that when you go out into the world, when you're working on your show, when you're working on your coaching, it's like you're showing up so authentically and you're showing up because you've given yourself that time too. So I love that. I think it's, it's, it's really, really important to do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So you, like you said, you're working on a show, you're an actor, um, but you're also, you're also a coach and you also work a lot with, with people um, on, on their mental wellness, like it says on your shirt today. Um, and, and there's this, this, um, the driving sort of message behind your work is, is champion development, which I love. And that, that's what really resonated with me. I think when I heard you speak in that, in that clubhouse room was this idea of like, we're all champions, you know, and, and you're working with people to really develop that, that mentality. Um, so I just wanted to know, like, what is this work and what inspired you to begin this journey to sort of work with people, work with their mental wellness and, and, and coach this champion development? Yeah, not, yeah, for sure. Um, well, it started for me um, was, it was in my 20s. Uh, I'd never been to a funeral before because I was deathly afraid of 
death. And mm-hmm. when I became a believer, I kind of like started to get a little more comfortable with it. I had a girlfriend at the time, her grandfather was 88, he passed away. And she asked me if I'd accompany her to the funeral. And uh, mm-hmm. I said, it's time to put my big boy panties on and, and mm-hmm. go. So I went to my first funeral. Prior to that, the only funerals I'd ever been to were ones on TV or in a movie, you know, the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I had this vision of what a funeral was like. I had this vision that there'd be a whole bunch of people there and they'd all be saying nice things and talking about how you made such a difference and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. And so I get to this funeral, uh, this 88 year old champion, and there was only me, my girlfriend, the mother, the father, the grandmother and her sister and the uh, rabbi, because it was a, they were Jewish. Um, and time later, I remember it was over here in, in Hollywood on, the, I forget, Forest Lawn. It was Forest Lawn. And it's a big, it's a beautiful graveyard and it's up on a big hill and everything. And time literally, Charlene, stopped for me. Mm-hmm. It was one of those moments where I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where I'm standing there and like the whole, like everything's spinning around mm. me. I can hear the, the rabbi speaking, but it sounds like he's like way away. And what was going on for me right there was two things. One, I was like, I don't ever want to walk through this life for 88 years mm. and make such a little difference that nobody comes mm. to my funeral. You know, and it wasn't about being cool or having a lot of people. It was about leaving a legacy, making a difference. Mm -hmm. And the other side, I had a a huge aha moment where I realized that most champions don't recognize that they're a champion. They don't think they have a gift. They don't think they're important. I mean, just because they're not a CEO of a Fortune 500 company or or a celebrity or a pro athlete, they think they're just like taking up space and click, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, clocking in at the clock. And it was at that time I came up with the phrase, I will believe in you till you believe in yourself. And that was the beginning of you know, um, and something I'm very passionate about to let people know Mm -hmm. you're important, you matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that transgressed over the years, always about the champion, always believing in yourself. But I, over time realized that, you know, um, my main avatar is, is women, even though I say, I go back and forth. I was just talking about that this morning, because if you go to my mm-hmm. website right now, it says I help women break the chains mm-hmm. of the past. And then uh, one of my coaches was like, do you really want to like, just like make that just about women? So mm-hmm. I have thought about saying I help champions, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. you know, kind of that's what I do. And and I, I realize the reason I'm so passionate about that is because my mom was a single mom. I'm, I'm really partial to to women champions right. and mm-hmm. helping them. You know, my story is I went from broke mind, body, spirit, um, you know, living paycheck to paycheck to uh, mm. uh, servant seven figure income earner. And I help women go from broke mind, body, spirit living paycheck to paycheck to be able to be a five, six or seven figure. I'm not going to decide mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. what their goal is but you know that's kind of yeah. what I do in my in my um thing and then of course the mental wellness you know recently yeah. um because that's part of my journey mm-hmm. I'm bipolar manic too I'm very passionate about that bullying depression suicide mm-hmm. and recently somebody introduced me to a company um that's their mission or the first ever mental wellness company and our vision is to take that globally and I saw at 58 
this is something I can get to the mountaintops and scream to the world about mm. and um, leave a legacy about that. So that's kind of the quick mm. forward. I just love all of that messaging in there. I think it's so it's so beautiful, it's so powerful, and it's 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 messaging that absolutely needs to be shared. And you know what 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 you said about everyone has a champion in them, you know, and it's just like getting yourself to to believe that, right? Because there's so many people out there that need to hear your voice. There's so many people that need to hear what your story is, what your journey is. And, you know, that's a huge part of the reason why I started this podcast was because I felt like there's so many there's so many creatives out there. There's so many artists out there. There's so many people that are out there like yourself doing that work, you know, and it needs to be shared. It really, really needs to be shared. So I thank you so much for all of that work that you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's always amazing, Charlene. It's like uh, it's uh, it's happened a lot where I call, you know, because everybody to me is a champion. I just do it so naturally. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. But I do run into people every now and then that um, are actually offended by it sometimes or mm. very, very uncomfortable with it. Like really uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, obviously they've been beat down so bad in their life right. that calling them a champion, they can't even wrap their heads around. And to me, that was really sad. And that kind of what mm. drives me every day to, to get up and grind like I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard. I'm sure it's really hard to, to see that too. And, I'm, and, and it takes a lot of work to also help those people to, to believe in themselves. Right. Because I think it's, it, it really is powerful the way that other people talk to you, then you start to talk to yourself in that kind of a way. And, and those words are so, are so powerful. So you know, keep keep doing what you're doing because there there's so many people out there that that need to hear that message and that need need that kind of encouragement. You know. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, speaking of champions, um, like you said, you you've you've dealt with mental health issues, um, and you you recently just thankfully received a clean bill of health after dealing with cancer. And, you know, I think just the way that, that you continue to push the way, like you said, you continue to, to hustle, um, is so inspiring after having dealt with those health issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, being someone that is really very, very focused on your physical health, you know, staying active in order to also support your mental health. Um, I was wondering if you could share, like, how did that that battle with cancer sort of change your perspective? And did you kind of deal with any any sort of bumps with your mental health while sort of going along that journey? Yeah. You know, um, when I got when I got cancer, um, when you hear those three words, you got cancer, uh, that was probably the second time the world mm-hmm. stopped, mm-hmm. you know, for me for a second, but then really quickly, cause you know, that's what I do. Um, you know, I've been, I was, I was, I said many a times and I have, I said, I've been training my whole life for this. Mm. I said, I'm ready. Um, um, to me, everything is, is, is a battle. Everything's a war. 
everything. Everything is a war and everything I do. That's the way I go out about stuff. I don't run the stairs. I attack the stairs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just my mindset. So I was like, okay, let's go. I've been training for this my whole life. Um, and I trained even harder. I prepared for the surgery like mm -hmm. it was, the, you know, um, a boxing match. Um, you know, I did the same thing when I had hip surgery. Mm. Um, you know, I was like, when I had hip surgery, I was on the stairs on, with a walker three days after I had surgery. That's amazing. Because that's just my mindset. You know, right. I do not accept I got that from my dad. So, you know, but with that said, you know, um, there definitely were challenging times you know, uh, emotionally and depression. But to me, it's always like, I just got to face the battle and the chat, mm -hmm. you know, I don't see the challenges like I used to see them. I see I'm grateful for the challenges because they mm -hmm. make me who I am. And um, so but you know, I'm not I'm not in I'm not invincible. Right. I'm just really good at showing up and fighting the enemy. That's amazing. That's so beautiful. And I'm so, I'm so glad that you had that, that mindset and that mentality because, you know, you're, you're healthy and, and it's so wonderful to, to hear that. I, I myself am currently and sort of in, have for the past couple of years also dealt with some, some health issues with my kidneys and, mm. you know, it's really, it's hard. It's hard. I'm, I teach yoga. I work out all the time. It's like, it, it can be really frustrating sometimes when you do hear, you know, you're ill or, you know, it feels like you're not taking care of your body. But at the end of the day, I think it's like you said, it's that mindset. It's it's sort of shifting that perspective um, and kind of just taking it head on. So um, I think that's that's awesome. Did you kind of recruit any specific tools to help you stay grounded through that journey, stay positive through that journey? You know, was it like meditation or were you still able to to work out? What what did you kind of call upon to to sort of help support you through that? Mm. Yes. Well, number one, you know, I'm two years sober um, this past Christmas. So um, my cancer surgery was a year, uh, December 17th. So a year ago, December 17th. So I was already in the program and a big thing for me was step three of the program is God's got it. And I truly turned it over to God. And, you know, there were so many amazing things that came out of that. You know, mm. we'd probably be on here for two hours. Hmm. But the main thing for me, that was one of the biggest things. Because when you truly turn it over to God, for me, there was nothing I had to worry about. Mm. I don't have to worry about nothing. God's got it. And he's, mm -hmm. whatever he's got for me, is it's going to be. So when you walk in that mindset of God's got it, for me anyways, mm -hmm. You know, you don't worry about anything you can't control. Mm. You don't even worry about. So that was very freeing for me in terms of working out. Uh, you're going to have to take me uh, to the graveyard on a stretcher <laughs> to stop right. me from working out. That's just, right. you know, I'm inspired by my dad. My dad was, was got Parkinson's at 62. He didn't pass away till 88 because he was such a fighter. But, you know, even to the end, when when it would like take us three, four hours to put dad together, I'd mm -hmm. come into the gym or to the to the hospital 
and you know how they have that 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 triangle thing he'd be in there like doing like chin-ups on the thing nice. he'd say like dad he said like son push against the front of my leg so he could do leg extension so that's yeah. how i was brought up that's my right. mindset you know i don't mm -hmm. not gonna stop me from working out and mm -hmm. yeah and and somebody who struggles with depression i was just saying that to my partner this morning i recognized something this morning see because i grind monday to friday once mm -hmm. in a while i'll work out saturday but I absolutely do not work out Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I realized that by Sunday afternoon or half day Sunday, I start to get like kind of depressed or kind of mm -hmm. like, and I realized, cause you know, when you work out your dopamine, your things. Right. And I was like, Hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Making that connection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I thank you so much for sharing that with me. And um, I really, really appreciate you, you know, speaking about your your journey. And, you know, I hope that it it inspires other people that, you know, no matter what what challenges you you come up against, if you can have that that type of a champion mindset, which I just I just love that. Um, you know, I think it can really I think it can really help help support you through through anything that you're coming up against, you know. Hundred percent. It's all about yeah. mindset. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll tell um, you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. You no, go I'll ahead. tell you a quick thing, Charlene, really like to, to, to um, exemplify or whatever the word is that you said. So my dad got Parkinson's at 62. Um, and one of his friends about the same age, within weeks of each other, they found out that they had Parkinson's. Both had the same kind of thing. Doctor said, hey, you've had a great life. It's terminal. It is what it is. Mm. We can help you to be comfortable, you know, blah, blah, blah. My dad didn't hear any of that. Mm. My dad didn't accept any of that. He's like me. In fact, he worked out harder, you know, ate well. So his friend heard all of that. Right. And like I said, my dad, you know, went on for till he was 87, right? Right. 88. His friend was in a wheelchair almost de depilitated or whatever the word is mm -hmm. within six months. And he was gone in, in, in under a couple of years because wow. different mindsets, you know, when you give up in your mind, mm -hmm. which most people do, unfortunately, right. You know, it's like, you know, I saw this one champion on the stairs one day and he was out there and he was grinding and, you know, um, and every day doing the same thing. And, and, and I was like, Hey, if you want, he kept talking about, man, you're such a beast. You're running up and down the stairs. And I said, dude, I said, I remember when I could hear and I could only do three stairs on my walk. I went home. I said, if you want me, mm. I said, I can help you. Cause I, I do have a formula no matter mm -hmm. what it is. I can help you to get from A to Z and where you can't even do half a push up, and now you're doing a hundred. I do have a formula for that right. that works every time. Mm -hmm. And you know, he didn't hear a word he said. He was like, ah, but I'm this and I'm that and I can't and I can't. And I don't even say that C word in mm -hmm. my world. But yeah, mm -hmm. it's amazing how many people just throw in the white flag. It's something that I, I, you know, I've really started to to learn and truly appreciate is that mind body connection um, through through my practices of yoga and through you know kind of going through through different types of trainings. Um, 
it's something that is so, so, so powerful. And I think once you understand that there is that connection, it can change and open up so much for you. So it's really great to to hear you share that. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. So I wanted to circle back to Clubhouse um, just really quick because I think it was I think it was on another podcast that you were talking about. I believe it was Clubhouse that you were talking about. You know, we're talking about how, um, you know, it's this this app where there's no there's no photos, there's no videos. It's all audio. It's all about listening. And I just recently did um, a solo episode about the art of listening, because it's something that I think is so, so important. And I think something that you said was, you know, people aren't paying attention anymore. And that, that really, that really landed with me that really resonated for me. So do you think that listening, especially in our society today, do you think that it is a lost art? Absolutely. I think it's, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know what, not only listening, um, you know, smelling, seeing, mm-hmm. all of our senses is a lost art. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things I think is brilliant about Clubhouse. It's mm-hmm. bringing back one of our senses because, you know, like there's no replay. Right. There's no like visual. So yep. if you're not paying attention, like like really paying attention mm-hmm. and listening, you know, you're you're going to miss it. You know, and when you're re- when you when you start to uh, highlight your senses, you know, mm-hmm. like think about it like, you know, like this, like if you're a monk, you know, you're into yoga. So you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? If you're like a monk or like a ninja part of what they are is they become very in tune with their senses. They mm-hmm. see and hear stuff that we would never see. Right? right. Apparently like less than what 1% of the brain is even used, you know, um, or something like that. You don't mm. quote me on that, but mm. you know, so when you, when you start to get in tune with your senses and you start to, to bring back that art of listening, especially mm-hmm. like on the clubhouse, Mm-hmm. People are connecting because they're, if they're listening and getting really in tune with listening, they can start to hear people's heart. They can mm. start to hear their transparency. They can start yes. to hear their authenticity. And, and they can also start to hear their no heart and mm-hmm. lack of transparency mm-hmm. and lack of authenticity. And they're connecting with that. So absolutely, right. it's a lost art because, mm-hmm. you know, people don't, you know, um, I don't know if you do network marketing or not, but I'm a network marketer. And But mm. same thing with, with, with yoga or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is in network marketing, is building relationships, mm-hmm. you know, it's a voluntary army. How do you get people to join you? And I'm constantly teaching my team because, you know, I've always been a top enroller in 14 years and people are, how do you do what you do? How do you do what you do? Mm-hmm. You know, cause most people can't even enroll one person. It's the hardest thing they have to do. And I said, I ask mm-hmm. questions mm-hmm. and I listen. Yeah. I said, you can't, you, and, and it's the same thing I'm using as an example, but, you know, in network marketing, we have this thing because people are so excited about what their passion is and they're mm-hmm. talking to Charlene, but they're not listening for Charlene. They're just waiting for their moment to go ah, and throw up all over her. Yeah. Right. And I mm-hmm. said, no, dude, you have to be in the moment. Like as an actor, I'm very in tune. You have mm-hmm. to be in the moment. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe you might not get a chance to share your story. If it doesn't come out, but if you're if you're just like not listening because you're waiting to say what you're going to say next, that's yep. not communication. Mm. That's not communication, and and you're going to miss it. 
Yeah. You know, you're going to miss those moments before clubhouse. I used to have a saying, you need to listen with your eyes, not just with mm -hmm. your ears, because when we actually get to be in front of people, if you're listening with your eyes and here's where I learned this, it's another thing, highlighting your senses. I usher at my mm -hmm. church, you know, and you know, hundreds of people come by me. Hey, how are you doing? Great mm -hmm. to see you. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But if you're not listening with your eyes, right? Like people come by me sometimes. And I go, Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. And I'm like, Whoa, hold on. Come here for a sec. Right. You're not what's going on. Yeah. Because if you're listening with your eyes, they're doing this with their mouth and they're saying something with their mouth, but you mm -hmm. can see what's really going on inside. And that's right. what's happening with Clubhouse. We're starting mm -hmm. to be able to reconnect with our hearing and connect with people's hearts and souls. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think it's so important to take that, you know, into the outside world, outside, you know, into into all of your relationships, into all of those moments where you are communicating. Um, I think it could make such a huge difference in in the way that we listen to each other, in the way that we um, hold space for each other, in the way that, you know, we create empathy for each other. If we just took that time. I love that listening with your eyes. I totally, totally love that. That really that really, really lands with me. So. Think how many yeah, marriages I, you could save. Mm. I mean, think about it, right? I mean, yep. you've been married long enough, or it doesn't even take too long. Was are you? Were you talking to me? Mm. Are you talking to the other person? They don't even. They're not paying attention. I have to catch right. myself too, right? Mm -hmm. I came home this morning. I get up early by the time I come home. My wife's going out. I had one earpod in because I'm not perfect. I keep it real. I had one earpod in. Right. I'm listening to a clubhouse room yep. mm -hmm. and she's talking to me. Right. That's not respectful and that's not paying attention. Right. Totally. So I had to say stop and take it out right. and give her my attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think we're all, you know, we're all guilty of that mm -hmm. for sure. There's, there's times where my husband's talking to me and I'm swiping on my phone and I'm kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I'm like, wait, I need you to say that again, because I didn't even hear what you said. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention, you know? So yeah, I think it's, I think it's truly important to, to at least be able to catch yourself in those moments. And I think, you know, that just comes with once again, having that awareness of yourself, being really connected to yourself so that you can catch those moments and kind of be like, okay, I need to re regroup here and, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm showing up for, for this other person. Yeah. And so. I, I think, not I think I know here's the thing I, I know club uh, who knows why they created clubhouse but mm. here's what I do know when I heard about it I'm just straight up I joined clubhouse because one of my teammates said oh my god coach this is a great place to network this is a great mm -hmm. place to meet people I straight up came into clubhouse to build my business straight up right mm -hmm. I quickly pivoted in in the because here's what's happening if if especially where we are with this whole pandemic and crazy mm -hmm. stuff this is so needed right now because and i i hate to say it but let's just keep it real marriages relationships your kids if we don't reconnect with each other people need connection and if you're not connecting with your spouse or your kids they're gonna go find it somewhere else mm -hmm. just keep it real yeah yeah they yeah I mean, yeah. it's just a matter 100%. of time. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And as a yeah. father, I don't want my daughter, you know what I'm saying? I, I right. struggle with that all the time because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if she ain't getting what she needs from her dad, which has been a challenge for me, she's going to get mm -hmm. it from, um, 
man and it's usually going to be not the right man Mm, yeah yeah that's real that's so real yeah Mm -hmm. thank you thank you for sharing that um, coach, listen, I, I, I want to respect your time and, um, and this has been just so lovely. Um, something that I needed to mention too, that just came to my mind. You're originally from North Vancouver, North Vancouver, BC. Yes. Yeah. So cool. So I'm based in Toronto and my husband and I fly, well, we didn't go this past summer, obviously, um, because of travel, but we, we go to Vancouver every year to, to teach, um, summer, summer dance classes at, at a studio in East Van. So I have family in North Van. We stay in North Van, um, every year. So I was like, oh, I need to just bring that up. And, you know, we've got that, that little connection so i love that it's so beautiful coach thank you so much for being here um i want to quickly ask you one more question Um, it's something that i that i love to ask all of my guests and you know with with everything that you are creating with your coaching you know with with your your performance work um all the work that you do what what does being a compassionate creative mean to you respecting people where they are and honoring them where they are. Mm. You know, um, one of the things that I learned earlier on in my um, coaching career, my network marketing career was, I remember one time my first company that I was with, I, I, we were building a very successful business, but then it plateaued. And the president of the company um, flew in, took me to lunch, and he said, he asked me, he said, so real, how, how is your business going? And I was like, it's good. You know, it's good. But my team doesn't seem to be growing, you know? Um, and he looks at me, right. Cause he knew that's why he was there. He said, hmm. he said, so have you sat down with your team members and asked them what they want? And I was like, well, who else wouldn't want to be number one in the company? Who else wouldn't mm. want to make 20, 30,000? Who else would want to make? And he was like, no, not everybody wants that. Some people mm. want to make a couple hundred. Something. So being compassionate to me means being compassionate and respectful of where people are and not judging or, you know, not, you know, I've got people on my team or people that I coach. And obviously now that I recognize the different personalities, disc and, and stuff like that, um, Mm -hmm. that are at all different levels. Mm -hmm. And just because maybe Charlene, you know, in terms of, you know, my coaching on my, on my team, she's, she's, she wants to make 10, $20,000 a month, which Mm -hmm. connects with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, Steve over here is happy to make an extra $500 a month to, to, cause that's life changing people. Mm -hmm. I'm not treating Steve any different than I'm treating Charlene. I love them the same. I honor them the same, you know, now obviously Steve doesn't get as much my time. Right. Because that's just how it works. But Mm -hmm. That's what compassionate means to me, just being mm-hmm. respectful and honoring people where they are, because it's not about me. It's about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. That's really powerful, too. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Coach Real, thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you and an honor to have you here on the Compassionate Creative Podcast. I thank you once again for your time and thank you for sharing 
your experiences, your journeys, you know, and all of your messaging. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Charlene. I appreciate it. God bless you. And I look forward to having you on mine. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Wow. 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 That's all I have to say about that conversation. I was left so inspired and I just want to thank Rael so much once again for sharing. And of course, I want to thank you, my lovely listener, for being here. Thank you so much for all of your support. This community is growing, and I just love to see that. Please be sure to reach out to me, stay in touch, share the podcast with a friend if that's something that calls to you. I truly appreciate you, and I will see you once again next week for a Free Flow Friday. Until then, take care.